Hello, everybody, and welcome to our um, much-waited-for podcast, Rated B for Everyone, where we're going to go through and um, evaluate B-list movies. Today we have a real treat, no pun intended, Ginger Dead Man. Hopefully you guys have seen it. If not, um, give it a try. I got my lovely soon-to-be husband here with me. Oh, lovely, huh? Oh, very lovely. And then me. Oh, you you got you just say me. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna say your name. Well, I hesitated because I was I. You waited for me to say my gorgeous wife. <laughs> well, you didn't address me, so I guess not. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm on layaway, guys. Oh my goodness. No. So I'm Renee, and this is Dominic, and we are going to be going over um, the movie Ginger Dead Man. You can find it on Amazon for free. Um, I believe it's also on YouTube and a couple other ones where you can watch it for free as well. It's a movie that was released in about 2005. It's a comedy fantasy horror type movie. Um, A uh, horror movie that literally labeled itself also as a comedy because it knows it's a it's, it's and, a a fa- and a fantasy because it is definitely fantasy. Like the the puns are great. Uh, the one-liners are great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's the one character who's got like most of the good lines, but I'm okay with that. Uh, the if you don't know what B movies are, they're essentially just budget films and like cheaper films and stuff that is either made because it's on a budget, like a really cheap budget, or made intentionally bad to be comedic. Which I feel like this one is both. <laughs> I don't know. Watching these movies, those just makes me want to make one of those terrible movies. Like I feel like between your friends and our lack of video skills, that we could just bomb. Who's gonna be responsible for all the editing? Oh, that's right, me. I could edit. I could edit. It'd be a little rough. It'll be a little rough, but I could do it. Your editing is the little bit of experience you have editing on PlayStation. Which hey. is completely different from any editing software. Hey, I, I, but I learned all that on my own. This is not the point. <laughs> that is not the point. I'm just saying it would be a lot of fun, and that I think that we can make a great... The whole point is to do bad editing, too, I feel like. Should we just start with, like, every episode after, like, we do the introduction? We give them, like, the first, like, the best line that you liked out of the movie? I love that. So you can that. say it? Because I really do want to say it. Yeah, you just want to say it? Yeah, no, I need you to say it. Oh, I you like need me to do it? it? Yeah, say it. Meet your maker. The Butcher Baker. <laughs> Greatest line in there, I gotta say. Um, it's the one that will really stick with you. I don't know how you can incorporate it in everyday life, but you probably should. I like I like the one where he goes, holy shit, is that a gingerbread man? Well, I ain't the Pillsbury fucking doughboy. <laughs> Alright, so a little background about this movie. Um, it's, it's described as, this is their description, not my description. <laughs> I want that on the record now. But it is described as an evil yet adorable gingerbread man comes to life with the soul of a convicted killer. This is a real life cookie, guys. That's their description, not mine. I um, would not call that cookie adorable. It is oh fucking hideous. But I mean, uh, it's it's not cute at all. I don't I don't know why. I I think adorable is a very bad word for it. No, it's, abominable. It's, well, it ain't big. It's it's not small either. It's big for a gingerbread cookie. She took a giant cookie cutter. 
and literally took an entire cookie sheet and filled this one cookie sheet with one cookie. And then put it in an industrial oven to cook one cookie. (laughs) All of the waste she did for this one cookie. And like before that, she That was contaminated with blood. Oh yeah, because he cut his arm over it and specifically put it over the thing. But she said she was going to make it into muffins. This would be a whole different movie. It would have been the Muffin Man. It would have been the Muffin Man, but could you imagine the monstrosity? Gosh, but like the whole thing of how they make that cookie drives me crazy. You don't put the 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 features on while it's gonna go bake, and why did you waste the whole sheet? And who made that cookie cut out for you? <laughs> who did you design it yourself, or like, cause it's huge. It's like the size of a teddy bear, a real life teddy bear. I wouldn't hug this one though. So we're literally here just to kind of poke fun and go over the movie, and uh, slightly encourage you to watch it because these movies are always gonna be cringy. They're always going to be bad, but sometimes something's just bad enough that it's good and it's fun. So, no no, uh, no dissing on the movie. We're just going to poke fun at it because, I mean, that's literally the point of the movie is just to have fun with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. no di- I'm not dissing in any way. I've watched this thing four times so far, and every time I still laugh at it. I, d- I don't know <laughs> if it's just because I'm that mentality, but it the one-liners that they give the bad boy... It's just some of them are hilarious. And then, like, the ditzy girl gets some of the funny lines, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought she got a couple. Well, I mean, when he, when he goes, let me give you a facial, and then slashes her <laughs> face. That's not a facial she's used to. <laughs> well, you know, she won the Pretty Face Award, like, six times over. <laughs> What were the standards for that? Dude, I don't, I don't it was know. a small country town, though. Like, listen to their accents. Yeah, but at the same time, like, okay, so we, it's a small country town, yet the movie starts off with a, the drunk mother shooting a shotgun at the opposing business out in the middle of, a, of the street, literally in the middle of a town. You can tell it's in the middle of town, shooting a shotgun off, and there's just nobody bats an eye. <laughs> They just kind of take away the shotgun and go, go inside and sober up a little bit. You, you're you drunk. Ugh. Put the gun down, and then no cops show up. That's how you know it's a small country They're town. just there for like an hour after shooting off a shotgun, and the cops are just like, ah. Cops are like, ah, but it's her again. It's fine. We know her. We know her. <laughs> well, and the whole villain plot, of like, the which villain plot? <laughs> the, the the villain plot of like the opposers is just like, oh, we have a restaurant that has no competition with your bakery because you're a fucking bakery. But hey, we think your bakery looks ugly, so fuck you. So that's that's essentially how that. Went. <laughs> I mean that that is a very weird basis to be like, to just want to get rid of it because it's just across the street from them and they don't like it. Yeah, like, no competition, no nothing, because it's a restaurant versus a bakery, very different things. But, I mean, like, if the bakery's going to be running where they let people bleed all over things and they make cookies the size of teddy bears that don't, you know, come to life, maybe it shouldn't be at all. Yeah, well, you know. None of that sounds like a good business. Well, it's still concerning how the front of the bakery looks like a normal bakery. It's small, it's on the street, you know, and it looks like it's part of, like, a small plaza on the side of the street. But then they go to the back, and then they have, like, an entire industrial warehouse-sized, like, kitchen in the back of this bakery. And they said they built it. They built it. I don't know. Why would they build such a big oven? Okay, so here's my thing. They literally put everyone in that oven. Almost every character in there, I feel like, was in the oven at one point. 
and each one of them had a different reaction, and none of them except for the cookie died in the oven. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. The one girl well, just coughed. The, the, the mother was like, was like half burned. No, she was half baked. <laughs> she was half baked. But she still got up and started walking around like nothing happened. She didn't. Well, she was really drunk. I guess she didn't feel it anymore. Well, you know, they limped her up and everything. But then they put the, the main girl in there and she didn't. She just coughed a little and got out. Like, Everybody <laughs> had a turn in the oven. Everyone had a turn in the oven. It was just their party favorite. It was a nice uh, suntan. Well, I mean, there's uh, look, everybody got a turn being warm in the oven, except for the like Latina girl who they shoved in a freezer <laughs> and tied her up with like duct tape or something and put whipped cream on her tits with cherries on her nipples. So you don't actually like see anything inappropriate, but I mean, it's... It's like over top of her clothes. So you just covered her in whipped cream and would put cherries on top of her nipples. Turned her into a sundae. I want to know how he like managed that though. Like this tiny. How long did it take this little cookie? Because like we're still imagining. It's well, not long because it was like minutes in between all this stuff. But I mean, he just conked her in the head and dragged her. In. He cut off the mom's finger and like he actively was trying to kill the rest. But for this girl, he just kind of tied her up and was like, "Yep, I'm gonna decorate her," and then just left her in the freezer. I just wonder, because, like, he's not a big cookie. He would have had to go find the whipped cream, put it all on there, okay. rub it all in. It just seems like a lot but, for a little uh, guy. You say that, but this and he is... he didn't even have cream on his hand. This is also a cookie that took a frying pan to the back of the head and didn't crack or anything, just went flying onto the floor. And then the butcher, Baker, took a bite out of its fucking head. <laughs> well, yeah, um, and then swallowed it. Yeah. And then got possessed after drinking like half a gallon of milk. I think it was the milk that did it. Half to be fair, it wasn't the cookie that got thrown in in the end. The cookie was in the oven to begin with, oh, and then yeah. it got some kind of weird short-circuit lightning strike to the building that Frankenstein'd it, Frankenstein's monstered it to life. And then Again, a building that, you know, short-circuits might, might be something under consideration for <laughs> shutting down, but... We're not touching that. That's fine. Okay. But no, they they, they didn't that. kill it. The way they killed the quote-unquote cookie was they ate him, and then after they ate his head, it possessed the guy who ate it, and then they shoved their friend into the oven. That's right. And then Why he was burned. he the only guy that burned in the oven? Everyone else was like, ah, ah, it's hot in here. And he's like, I'm dying. I don't know. Maybe the cookie didn't know how to work the oven. Because, I mean, the cookie threw the girl in there and was like, ha, 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 and then kind of just left. When I mean, they shoved fair. him in the oven, two of them held the door, even though it had a latch on it, and then, uh, <laughs> which I think got broken four times, yet somehow no one was able to get out of it. But uh, they threw him in there, held the door shut, and then the guy started playing with like the settings on it. So maybe he was the only one that uh, turned the oven up. What was the name of the killer, the actor who played the killer? Uh, I have no idea. What was it, Cat? Busey, Kevin Busey. Yeah, he's like an actual like actor for yeah, like bigger he, roles. He was the only name in there. Isn't he the one who like made the film? Like, wasn't he like? You know, I I probably should have dug a little deeper on that. Because <laughs> I isn't he the one that like made these films? Because there's multiple Gingerbread Man movies. Because these are older Ginger movies. Dead. Ginger Dead Man movies. And then they also have the Evil Bong movies that are also with this. And then they have Ginger Dead Man versus the Evil Bong, but those are movies for a different episode. He stars in it. Um, 
It was directed by Charles Van. I don't know. And Gary Busey was the one who starred in it. He was the serial killer. Yeah. Who became the cookie and then the poor butcher baker. The butcher baker. <laughs> well, it's all black magic, supposedly. And uh, it all started because of his ashes got getting mixed in with apparently blood of anyone. Well, it got mixed in with the gingerbread seasoning and then like a drop of blood. So that, that's blood magic. It wasn't a drop of blood. It was a lot of blood. He, like, sliced his arm open or something and was like, oh, let me just put it over this vat of seasoning. This seems like a great idea. It and wasn't like, even the seasoning. It was the mixer bowl. No, it was the seasoning. And then the whole time, because you see it drop into the powder, mm -hmm. and then, like, the whole time they're mixing it in, mixing in the seasoning and stuff, you can see the color of red in the dough. And they're just, like, actively ignoring that. They're just like, ah, it's no, it's a tinge of light on the Well, dough. I mean, somebody just knocks on their back door and leaves a box that says Grandma's Special Gingerbread Powder, and it's apparently got the ashes of the ginger dead man in it. And uh, so they, they just didn't question it. They said, oh, this is our order of gingerbread powder, and just threw it in. You know, nothing suspicious about a cloaked figure not confronting you or signing any paper, just dropping off a random box, knocking it at your back door. I mean, but, like, Sure, they were fair. expecting they were a delivery, but, like, I don't know any delivery that goes like that. They don't need to sign for it. That was back in the old days when people trusted people and they're in a southern town, so it's fine. Everybody knows everybody. That's probably just, you know... But you see this weird cloaked figure drop it off. I feel like I'd at least have a question of, like, why the fuck was that doing? I guess I wouldn't question what they dropped off. I'd be more questioning of, like, what the hell is wrong with that guy? It was written by William Butler and Dominic Murray. Oh, is it Bill Murray's brother? No, I'm kidding. Not spelled <laughs> the same way. Not spelled the same way. I don't know any of the other actors or actresses' names. The only one that that's I think fine. They they weren't they weren't great. I mean, it wasn't well, terrible acting, but like whenever the girl like got really sad, she just instead of like screaming or like getting to a point where she was like cry yelling. She just, like, raised her voice so high-pitched that she just started squeaking. And it's like, who the fuck is going on? And then the 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 dumb blonde, not the actual actress, but the character portrayed as the dumb blonde. Um, She's the face. Yeah. But that that acting was just terrible. The fight scene, the cat fight I between the two the of them was terrible. It, it was terrible, but, like, you could see it where it would be, like, a thing. Like, she runs like she's in heels, and, like, she's never had to be in a fight before. And then they have a little slap fight, and, and then, then they, they throw powder on each, each other, other, and they're just like, ah, ah, it's terrible. I, I like when she, like, punches her in the face, and it doesn't look like it connects that hard, but they really, like, emphasize by making the punch sound really loud. So it's just, like, slight punch, and you just hear, and it's, it's just overly loud for no reason. Also, I don't know if you noticed earlier, but when there was that sound that came over the mic from us, Potato had her nose up against where my mic is plugged in, like at the connector, and I think it shocked her, and it made a nose on her, on a noise from it, and it like shocked her nose, and she kind of twitched her nose on it, and then started licking it. So, uh, I don't know what she's doing down there, but... <laughs> she's being Potato. I told her to go lay in the corner, so she, of course, laid at your feet. Yeah, she's laying on top of half the cables, just kind of like... Stirring about. She's a potato. She takes up a lot of space. What else she got there, baby? 
most of my stuff is just critiquing the little things. But honestly, overall, how did you feel about it? Like, did you feel, because what I want to do with this podcast is I want to rate it on our own level of, like, because everyone else has, like, they have uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, they have stars. I want ours to be on a level of cringe, it's like a one to five cringe. Okay, but it's five kind of being the worst. Kind of hard to illustrate that when, like, it's like the doctor's thing where it's, like, level of pain and it's got the faces that progressively get worse. Is it just, like, a face that progressively gets more cringe? So, it goes from a normal person's face to, like, an Iwu face. In Iwu? You know, what is it called when they do the... The Uwu face? The Uwu, that's what it is. It is so You're just bad. over here. It's an Emu now, guys. There's just an Emu on the board. You know what? We'll do that. We'll just measure in Emus. How many Emus is this movie rated? <laughs> I don't know. Are we doing it Emus based on, like, how evil they are? Or how awkward they are. Uh, well, uh, here's the thing. Is it like a rating on how good or how bad the movie is? Because so it's a rating on how much. So it's not about good or bad because uh, well, it's 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 not great and it's not bad. Like it's watchable. It's more of a rating on. Well, because you how... say cringe, but there's a certain level of cringe where it's like, oh, this is terribly cringe, and I hate it. I just can't okay, stand so this. But then there's also scale. like. Hey, this is cringeworthy and like it's cringy and kind of like, ugh, like why is that happening like that? But also it's like it's funny. Like it's it's one of those it's bad but it's funny and that's what makes it good is because it's bad in a funny way. So let's do it on that scale. So a one would be like it's funny, but it's awkward, and then a two would be like it it's it's something. I'm still <laughs> laughing. A three, you know, it keeps going up, and then a five is like a I didn't even make it through that. <laughs> there wasn't a laugh. It was just so. So the terrible. rating is how bad. So you want a lower number. So. so yeah, your goal is a you want to you want a lower number on this. Like you want to know that this was okay to get through and that it made you laugh and that was the goal. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing it opposite of what normal rating. Is. I mean, I guess we could put it at a two. I don't know if we should put it at a one. I mean. I wouldn't put it at a one. I would put it probably around a. Mm, I want to say a three. I really want to say a three. And the reason why I want to say a three is because of the got milk line and half of what the gingerbread man says. The got milk line resulted from him biting his head off and tearing it, and it tore apart like rubber slash gelatin and then had blood everywhere that looked like baked beans pouring out of the cookie. And he swallowed the head after chewing it. And then just belches and says, got milk with, like, blood all over the guy's face. It was, it was, it was a terrible line. It was gross. It was just terrible to watch. But also that one and some of the gingerbread lines, like, uh, have you ever had lady fingers? And then he chops, chops off her chops finger. Off her finger. <laughs> um, so, I, but, I mean, like, I feel like all of the comments that the uh, bad boy makes really kind of offsets it because I like how mean he is. And to the uh, the girl when she's describing the well when she instead of calling the cops it even calls it out in the movie like why did you call the cops and she's like shut up because she called her dad and then uh, her phone magically died after everyone's phones are dead somehow and then the dude's car is just left out in the driveway and he goes out to grab his gun but then he doesn't actually start the car or anything they could just drive away i said that like i said that when i was watching it's like why are they bothering to call somebody else to come get there is a car they drove a car there yeah not to imagine that they have a six shooter and like 
I think they only shot the gun like once or twice, and then the ginger dead man gets a hold of the gun, and then somehow shoots like 12 bullets out of a six shooter that's already been shot once or twice. I mean, yeah, that's why I'd say, but it did make me laugh. Like, I do feel like I laughed at it, and we got that cool catchphrase to use in our life now. You just you just really love that one, huh? I do. I did like how it was delivered. Because the baker that cut himself is also a wrestler for He's some reason. He's an amateur wrestler, and he went to like this mutual wrestling match, and then he just happened to see everybody in the bakery to save the day, and then he gets murdered. Well, because he didn't save the day. He just ate the cookie and made it worse. Because he's the butcher baker, and you're going to be toast. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what happened? It's trying to leap off the wall. Oh, no. It's been up there for months, and it just decided to want to let leap off the wall. It's because I'm recording. It is. Like it's you. just falling off. Stickiness is wearing out. Well, that one's just the Velcro, but this one's the stickiness. It's harder. Maybe it's because it's too heavy. I don't know. It's been like I said. It's been up there for a while. I uh, didn't touch it. I swear. I guess I'll just pull it down. There. It's just gonna hang there until I can fix it later. You got more Velcro strip? Yeah, we got more. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right, lasted a while. I could always try and throw on another one, but I didn't want to nail it into the wall if I could just do that. Because I think it's got the hooks in the back of it. But either way, hi, baby. <laughs> Do you have any other remarks? Uh, you never told me where you you so you rated it a two. Yeah, I rated it at a two. I, I feel gonna, like it's it all right. A, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it as a two. I made it through four times. <laughs> I really wanted to say three, but I'm gonna go ahead and put it at a two. I would rewatch it again. I'm not gonna lie. I would oh, yeah? probably rewatch it again. I just randomly made you watch it one day, and you're just like, "Why are we watching this?" And you you watched the whole thing, and then repeated to watch it. So well, I was because I had the idea of putting it on this podcast. Well, you had the idea, but the idea was out there in the atmosphere. Yeah, and, and then we went so, on a list of just picking out a bunch of movies oh, yes. for this. I am very excited for the list we have. Uh, the next one that we're doing is. The, I want to say the name exactly right. Hold on, I wrote this down. Uh, I have a terrible memory, so everything goes into a notepad. But Attack of the Killer Donuts, and I'm very excited about this because just if you have a chance to watch it before the next podcast, have at it. And then we're gonna we're just gonna go over the things that uh, we feel need to be stated aloud for the ones who haven't seen it. You know, just in case it encourages you to see it. You know, you tired of the big blockbuster movies that just aren't doing it for you? You tired of going to the movies? Let's just watch some cringy, low-budget films to kind of just, you know, I mean, laugh at. You don't have to be tired egos. of the other movies. Just say you're at home, you're bored, you don't want to spend money on those movies. Most of these movies are free on YouTube's uh, Amazon Prime, uh, Paramount Plus. You can find them free in a lot of places. So, if you already have streaming devices, you should. Hey, just I mean, if them. these movies start to resurface from people actually watching them again, I mean, hey, there you go. You just kind of made the director's day, you know. You I just feel made like a few people a bit happier. This, this one would probably be like one of those. Like this one was a really good one, but some of the ones that we have, I feel like would be really good to pair with like getting high and watching. But that's just an outside opinion. <laughs> I mean. 
I don't know. I feel like if you get, I feel like if you get intoxicated enough and watch Killer Donuts, you, you <laughs> your munchies are going to become a whole different playing field. I mean, I don't think you'll choose donuts. She'd be like, "What if it's eating me back?" <laughs> you want to wrap it up there? You You're gonna let me wrap it up. Yeah, put it wrap up. Oh, okay. Don't forget your favorite catchphrase. My favorite catchphrase. What? I'm not the Pillsbury fucking doughboy. <laughs> but mine was uh, meet your maker, butcher baker. <laughs> Such a dork. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, I guess if you wanna. See more of uh, my podcast. I got one that's kind of already going, and then uh, more that might be on the way, depending on how that rolls out. But if you want to see more, uh, the other podcast I host is Fantasy and Review. Um, I do have a YouTube channel. You can check that out. I'll probably be in the description down below, along with uh, links to our other podcasts and other stuff like that. Um, I'd say that's about it. Uh, do you have any closing statements? Do you want to shout anything else out? No, if you're looking for more of me, um, I also have a YouTube where I do cute games. Um, I'm starting to add commentary, so just bear with me. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing too very much, but I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. So you, you can find me <laughs> at, um, at Huntress Raven on YouTube and check that out too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, girl. <laughs> Do you have a way you want to end this or no? Thank you all for giving us a try. This was rated B for everyone. Let us know what you think about our logo. Oh, and rate us five stars, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to pressure you for the rating. If you could just, you know, <laughs> tell a friend to at least listen. I'll take the listen. I don't need the review. You don't need the reviews? I don't need That's the half reviews. of how you get listeners. <laughs> I get listeners by just telling everybody to listen to me, that I got a podcast. Yeah, let, let's hope they don't rate the podcast how we rate these movies, because <laughs> <laughs> if you rate the podcast, it's still five stars is good, one star is bad. Don't, don't trust us. We do our own thing. Oh, we got plenty of movies on the roster, too, so stick around. We'll, we'll have plenty. Uh, Velocipaster... Um, what was it? Killer Couch. Oh, I have a whole uh, list. I'm yeah. not gonna go through the whole list because I don't wanna. I don't wanna do any too many spoilers. But uh, I'm very excited. We have, um, I'd say, 15, 20 movies, and <laughs> we're always adding more. So if you think of something more, uh, I believe our email for this podcast is. Uh, I made it real simple. It's at gmail.com. It should be ready to be for everyone. Um, that's spelled out. Um, there's not an actual four. It's Rated B for everyone, all one word, uh, at gmail.com. So if you have suggestions for something you might want to see on here, feel free. Send it in, uh, and I hope you enjoy. See you next episode.